All right, welcome back to another episode of Real Talk, Drive Home Edition. It's Jeff. I uh, didn't get a NFL pod in last week, and you know the do- day that we would normally do it. Now that the new day of Wednesday nights, um, just too busy to really get one in. But Thursday, obviously, right as the Thursday night football game was ending, Cardinals and Saints, the Christian McCaffrey news came out. And I posted something on the Real Talk Facebook page for those of you that are part of it and you may have seen it. And it got quite a bit of what I would refer to as uh, either blowback or kickback. But I want to kind of defend myself here. So essentially, Christian McCaffrey is a really good running back in this league. I don't think anybody's uh, disputing that. And I'm not disputing that. And there are several, I don't know, considerations when it comes to a running back in today's NFL and how you view them and what place they what place they have on a football team. So for those of you that did not see the post, here is exactly what I said. I said the Panthers traded away an injury plagued Pro Bowl level running back. The 49ers traded away four ways they could draft a Pro Bowl running back. I said the Panthers won this trade in a landslide If Christian McCaffrey plays 34 of the next 34 games, which is basically two full seasons, the Niners will still lose the trade. Now, the caveat is, as most people alluded to, and I would agree, if the 49ers are able to win a Super Bowl with Christian McCaffrey on their roster, they 100% won the trade. Don't matter how many draft picks you give up. Anytime that you acquire a player and that player then helps you win a Super Bowl, you win the trade. I think that's pretty fair. I'm not arguing that. I don't think anybody would argue that. Um, Most of the time, unless you set your franchise back years and years and years, even if you set your franchise back one or two years, it's worth it to get that Super Bowl. So, you know, know, going to the NBA, that's a lot of the reasons that people have been willing to forego the future when it comes to acquiring LeBron James. Like, as you know, at some point, He's brought every team he's played for a title. So they're willing to for, for, forgive what seems to be some bad seasons therefore after. But back to Christian McCaffrey. The reason I have such a problem with the trade isn't that Christian McCaffrey's bad. It's the value in which Christian McCaffrey brings your team. So an injury-plagued Pro Bowl running back, that needs to be considered. Yeah, you're getting Pro Bowl-level play when he's on the field, but how often is he on the field? He's missed a lot of games over the last several years. And ultimately, just because he's good for your fantasy football team doesn't mean he's great for your actual football team because those things don't go hand-in-hand. You know, you could win your fantasy football championship, but that doesn't mean your team's performing well. You know, the Redskins have multiple good not the Redskins, but the, the Commanders have multiple good fantasy football players. Doesn't mean they're actually a good football team. Uh, and I think everybody would have to agree with that. And Christian McCaffrey, over the last several seasons, okay, uh, this goes back to his rookie year. He played in all 16 games. In 2018, he played in all 16 games. And in 2019, he played all 16 games. So, great. started the, He started his career off real hot. And then it starts to go downhill. 2020, he plays three games. 2021, he plays seven games. And this year, he's played in all seven games, it looks like. So, as of right now, he's on pace to play 16. He hasn't been hurt yet. 
which is a good which which is a good sign, but not over the last couple of years it hasn't been. Let me get back to my initial point. If you are trying to win a Super Bowl as the 49ers are, the biggest problem with acquiring Christian McCaffrey is you're going to have to pay him now. And he's going to be looking at a $12 million cap hit after this season for the next three seasons. There isn't a single team in the league, feel free to look it up, over the last 10 years that has paid their running backs top dollar and won Super Bowls because of it. Not a single one. The last several quarter, the last several teams that have won the Super Bowl have been running back by committee. And let's, for instance, let's just back it up. So last year, the Rams, they did not have a go-to running back. As a matter of fact, their go-to running back was hurt all year. They had a multitude of running backs, including Cam Akers, Sony Michelle. I think Deverly Henderson was part of that. They had a multitude of running backs. The year before that was Tampa. Tampa had a multitude of running backs as well. They were using Ronald Jones. They were using, uh, there was another running back in there that is escaping me right now, but I don't even believe Leonard Fournette was there yet. Okay? Even if he was, he was part of a running back by committee. Don't think he was, though. Then you go back the year before that, and you have Kansas City. Kansas City was running back by committee. That was prior to them getting Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. They were using a multitude of running backs as well. Okay, well, before that, who won the Super Bowl before them? Well, that was the Patriots. The Patriots were 100% running back by committee. Who won the Super Bowl before them? The Eagles. The Eagles were running back by committee. There wasn't one dominant running back at that time. They were using LeGarrette Blunt. I believe Miles Sanders was on that team. I'm not 100% sure. But it wasn't just one guy. There was several guys they were using all the time. Before that, the Patriots again, running back by committee. Before then, Super Bowl 50, the Denver Broncos, they may have had a single back. I want to say they were running back by committee, but it, there's a, there is a solid chance that they were just one back. I can't think off the top of my head. And then Super Bowl 49, they were running back by committee with New England. Super Bowl 48 would have been the Saint, the Seattle Seahawks. They 100% were not running back by committee. So we're going back to Super Bowl 48, almost 10 years ago, before you find me a team that wasn't running back by committee. Nobody is using one back anymore. So now your, your argument is going to go, well, Jeff, the Niners are going to be running back by committee. Yeah, they are this season, but after this season, you're going right back to Christian McCaffrey because you're paying him $12 million. You won't be able to be running back by committee. You won't have the depth there. You won't have the depth in your team. Nobody is paying top-tier money for a running back and competing at the highest level. That's my that's my biggest argument for Christian McCaffrey. And what did they do in order to obtain him? They traded away a multitude of, of picks. Those picks could have been spent on running backs. Now, I know what you're saying. You're like, well, you can't get a Christian McCaffrey. They had Elijah Mitchell before he got hurt, and to be honest, he was a good back. They could invest some of those picks to get more backs. There are a multitude of running backs that have been found in the later rounds. Do every single one hit? No. But more hit than not. And one of the biggest factors I have is if you look at the first round running backs over the last 10 years, almost none of them have a Super Bowl championship unless they basically underachieved or left their team. 
Leonard Fournette was drafted by the Jags, had to leave. And I'm to be honest, right off the top of my head, I'm not even sure he was on that Super Bowl roster. Maybe he was. I honestly can't remember. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I'm pretty sure he was drafted after Kansas City won the Super Bowl. I'm not 100% sure, but even if he wasn't the lead back there anyway. So, biggest thing is, they traded away a multitude of picks. They got an aging, beat-up, Pro Bowl-level running back. But at what cost? What did it cost you? So, that's my biggest takeaway on Christian McCaffrey. Not a very long pod here. Um, I just kind of wanted to touch on those things. I know a lot of people are getting upset because they're like, oh, Christian McCaffrey's a great back. When he's healthy, absolutely. If the Niners win the Super Bowl, I look like a fool for saying this. But I'm willing to bet they probably don't. One of the one of the problems is, is they're a win-now team. They're limited at quarterback, and I even like Jimmy G, but they're limited, okay? And they're very decimated with injuries. George Kittle can't seem to get on the field. Trent Williams has been beat up. Elijah Mitchell is beat up. Christian McCaffrey, as of now, is healthy, but that's no guarantee. I don't know. I don't love this. Uh, To be honest, if this was a play in order to keep him away from Buffalo, Kansas City, or the Rams, I mean, I guess, but there's a multitude of wide receivers that I feel like were probably available that they could have gone and got. So at the end of the day, time will tell how this trade looks out. I may look like a fool. Oh, well. Uh, Next thing before we go, Monday Night Football. That's tonight. Uh, Patriots. Patriots are in play. They're going to be playing the Bears. A couple things to look at this game. So, Patriots are pretty hot right now. They've beat the Lions. They beat the Browns. None of those teams are highly respected throughout the league. And when you beat those teams, everybody just kind of writes it off as, ah, well... You know who those teams are. The Bears aren't far ahead of those teams as far as historical basis. Yeah, they're they're great in the 80s, but um, as of late, they would fall in the same category that the Lions and Browns do. I expect the Patriots to win this game. I expect them to win it by double digits. One of the factors is, is Justin Fields hasn't been very good, and you best darn believe that if Bill Belichick, he wants to prove that he got the best rookie quarterback in Mac Jones, He's going to dial up everything he's got against Justin Fields. I believe this is the first time he's played Justin. So I do look for the Patriots to to get a big win tonight. I don't think that that's any secret. Mac Jones, if if he does start to struggle, it'll be interesting where, where that leash is at, how long that leash is, how short that leash is. Uh, I can't imagine that Bill Belichick is going to allow for poor quarterback play tonight when he has – Bailey Zappi, who has played extraordinary through two and a half games, I, I don't think the leash is very long tonight. So we'll see. I do expect Mac, Mac to be good. I expect the running game to be good, and I expect the defense to come up big. So with that said, uh, that'll close us out today. Check us out tomorrow night, Tuesday. Uh, we'll be talking Michigan, Michigan State. I'm excited for that. Me and Dan are. Uh, Wednesday night, we'll be back. We'll be talking... NFL games from this weekend, power rankings, your mailbag questions. Uh, Yeah, that's it for today. That's the Drive Home Pod. See you next time.